Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Friday edition of Final Countdown here on VEASAN. Viper and the Warthog Friday, or should I say Viper and the Warthog? If you yeah. if you walk around the South Point out here, it is, boy. We don't have a soundboard like gunshots Let me tell you, like, it you is know? it is duly central out there in the parking lot. It is cowboy hats and belt buckles Holy all over the place. Smokes. Yeah, it is crazy. I also really do, I do like that it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know what, I'm a fan of rodeo, and therefore I'm going to dress like rodeo it's like could you imagine if you were a baseball fan and you just walked around in baseball pants all like the time a full, like a full yeah like you're just like yeah you're just like hey man i love baseball i just go walk around in baseball pants I all the time baseball yeah, so it's like, much. no man i'm a I, I like rodeo and i'm going to dress exactly like i like rodeo so you don't even have to guess whether i like is it this not. live or is this, this has to be live right this, oh this yeah absolutely... of course it's live look at all yeah how many the, gallons are those hats all together <laughs> just i don't know i can tell you this though as i went and parked i did count 11 duallys. Like, I could just point, I could just see 11 duallys, which means there's probably 57 duallys. When, I, when I went to go park, I parked 20 cars that couldn't park, so. Yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely Maybe fantastic. Maybe take the hat off when you're parallel parking. Yeah, you know? I mean, seriously, you know, duallys take up two spots. Have you ever too. seen, That's by the way, other... this is a great, this is a fake reference. Have you ever seen the third scary movie? Where they have the sheriff who, mm-hmm. uh, whose hat in one of the scenes progressively gets bigger as, she, <laughs> as she's talking yeah. to the point where she's trying to get in the car and the hat doesn't fit. It's a good reference. It's so good. good. It's so good. Uh, we are wrapping up here. What is that? So Switzerland wins three to two in yes. that one. So that is a final. So that one has gone final. And then we are, did the Brazil game? I win? believe it is final it, as well. Uh, all right. One nothing so. Cameroon. 
So Brazil, Switzerland, big, will big move single on, game upset anyway. But Brazil yes. will move on anyway. But yes, big big single game upset if you happen to play Cameroon in that one. We will have Mike Pritchard, former NFL NFLer, as also a weekend host here on Veasan with us a little bit later. We're also Stormy. Stormy's going to meet us from uh, up in Detroit. Well, it's about time. Yeah, I mean uh, I've been on here a lot of Fridays. I think she's only been with us once. Here's here's the thing: when you too. are as important. As Stormy Von Tony, you you listen. Fridays are like that's those are your those are just your days. Hey man, you know yeah, between the two of us, one yeah. of us traveled quite a bit and was doing a lot of hits from his hotel room. And she's not a hit, so <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. Not here on Friday. Well, not yeah. here on Monday either. <laughs> not right. here on Monday either. So just just saying, it I was will in be the most us. important meeting of my life the other day, and yeah. I, uh, I'm gonna be here on <laughs> Monday. You found well out, prepared. you'll be here. Yep. You'll be here on Monday. So there we go. Uh, again, we will run through each and every one of the NFL games. Give you our thoughts. If we have any plays in the account, if we have any leans, or if it is a complete and total pass. But if you are looking. On your screen, these are the World Cup results for the day. South Korea, a plus 320 winner, 2-1 to one over Portugal. Uh, the the over of the 2.5 hits there at minus 115. Uruguay took care of Ghana, minus 135 favorites in that one. The under hit at minus 125. That was a 2 nothing. so the under of the 2.5. Cameroon, 7-1 to one in that game against Brazil. Brazil, of course, one of the... It is the odds-on favorite to win the whole thing. Cameroon wins one nothing. The under, of course, hits there, plus 110. And then Switzerland does take care of Serbia. This was about a coin flip, plus 175 on Switzerland, plus 160 on Serbia. So Switzerland cashes the plus 175 ticket, and that is an over because that was a 3-2 final. And as we know, you rarely see five goal games, John. That just doesn't happen very <laughs> right. often. So that's going to be an over each and every time. Over there on Saturday... The big game, Netherlands and the U.S. Netherlands minus 105 favorites, U.S. plus 340. If you So I've had people ask me this, John. How in a knockout stage can there be a draw? And what you are betting on is the 90-minute result. Correct, yep. Yes, you are betting on the 90-minute yes, plus stoppage result. And so that is what you are betting on. So that is how there can be a draw in a knockout stage. A total of two and a half in that one, the under minus 165, the over is plus 135. We talked about this a little bit yesterday on the show, John. I just want to get your opinion. We were kind of saying, hey, look, if you want to bet, if you want to bet the Netherlands, it's probably best to just wait until about half an hour before the game kicks off because yeah. most likely anyone that wakes up tomorrow and realizes, oh, this game is, to- oh, this game's today. I didn't realize this game, or to- even tonight, you know, whatever. The- the- oh, I better bet this before it kicks off early in the morning. They're all going to be betting USA. I mean, like, there, there's really only going to be the people who are hardcore soccer sharps that maybe will come back in on, on the Netherlands. But, look, all of the money is going to roll in on, on the USA. So, I'll put it this way. You're not going to get much worse of a number on the Netherlands. And, if anything, you're going to get a better number. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with all yeah. that. And, like, for me, it would be the Netherlands uh, that I would be looking to play there and get that pretty mm-hmm. cheap. I just I wasn't overly impressed with the United States in their win over Iran uh, the other day. And I get it, like, when you – all you got to do is get the results, and mm-hmm. then when you have that in hand, you want to, uh, to use the term, park the bus yeah. and get out of there. Um, but I just I, – even when they were still trying to score, uh, they're not really sending guys to the middle, even though they're crossing – like, they're just useless yeah. crosses for no absolute reason. I just didn't really love what they were doing tact- uh, you know, in terms of their tactics. And this is a much bigger, obviously, opponent that they're taking on in the Netherlands. I think they'll be up against it here. So, And here's the thing. I don't know how – I know you're not big on spots. Mm. But the emotional like aspect of this where the goal, I mean, let's admit it, the goal is to get here. 
Yes. Right, it's not to win a right, FIFA right, World right, Cup. Right, 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 the right. goal is to get to this moment, and now here you are against a team that has a rich history of getting much farther than this. I just think that it would be um, it's a little bit of a tough situation for the United States, and I just don't love what they're executing offensively here. Pulisic is going to play, but he, he's a little dinged up, um, groin area, we'll call it, a little dinged up for Pulisic. I just think it's uh, it's going to be the Netherlands here that they're going to move on. And I'm not going out on a limb. Is there a minus 105 <laughs> favorite on the uh, the three way? But I'll be looking to play that at a cheap price for sure. Netherlands 18 to one to win. At all in the U.S., ninety to one to win it all. If that says anything, uh, it does. Yeah. and by yes. the way, they probably actually should be a little bit longer. Yes. It's just that the liability builds up at, yeah. at long prices, so you're not going to see that. But uh, yeah, should be longer. So we have uh, well, there'll be three more games this weekend. So this will be the last time that you talk to us um, about all this. So Argentina, Australia, Argentina, very big favorite in that yeah. one, uh, minus four seventy five over at DraftKings right now. Australia thirteen to one, a draw. Six to one. Um, look, Argentina, one, again, one of the odds on favorites to win the whole thing. And then you get an Australian team that was one of the very longest teams whenever we started this whole thing. So that's why these these numbers are where they're at. Yeah. And, uh, and to give Argentina credit, man, like mm. since that loss to Saudi Arabia, uh, they've been awesome. They've they, they looked have the part. Been, right, yes. They have really looked the part. Mm. And you could look at a score of 2 nothing against Poland to be like, oh, you know, that wasn't that great. No, 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 no. Like, they dominated possession. They had 73% of that possession. They had 23 shots, 12 on goal. Uh, they could have, at the end of that game, uh, pushed. And actually, as a you know, as somebody whose uh, wife is uh, from Mexico <laughs> and was watching those two games at the same time, very much wanted them to do that. So Mexico could have gotten back into this thing. Um, but that, that could have been more ugly if they really wanted to push the uh, – push it there against Poland. Argentina is, to your point, looking much more like they, the team that we expected them to be coming into the World Cup. And I, I think they're really dangerous now as we enter knockout stage. You kind of get that hiccup out of mm-hmm. the way, and now you get this team that's really motivated and playing some of its best football at this point. We won't be around on Sunday, but of course we will have all of the previews here on the network. France and Poland also happens on Sunday. France minus 340. Poland a 10-1 to underdog a draw. Plus 450 in that one. And then England and Senegal. England minus 190. Senegal plus 650. A draw comes in at plus 295 in that one. Of course, the English squad, also one of the favorites still left in the tournament. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I would say just the one thing, I haven't watched much of England, mm-hmm. uh, but reading some analysis and then watching that game against the U.S. men's national team, you know, you do wonder, like, again, when you talk about some of the tactics and the willingness to go to the bench when some of their starters aren't really performing very well, uh, that has been a, one of the things that has stuck out to me. I think there should probably be a little bit of a shuffle here and uh, maybe going to a bench that's got some talent on a little bit more often or quicker in some of these games or maybe even pulling some guys off of the bench and putting them in the starters, uh, the starting lineup. But regardless, uh, England, very big favorite for a reason, although Senegal's a fun team. But I, I would say that I'm not going to get in front of England in that matchup for sure. We will uh, we will preview each and every one of the NFL games, but just coming through right now, Aaron Rodgers. Not even listed on the injury on the uh, on the injury on the injury report. So uh, cool, yeah, not even listed. So he is going to go for the Packers in that one. That being said, Adam Schefter just coming through that David Bakhtiari appendectomy for him. So he is out. If that matters to you, he hadn't been honestly. He hadn't been playing all that well since he's been in there. (laughs) So like, I don't really think that that matters all that much. I mean, again, a guy that that perennially has been one of the better offensive linemen in all the NFL, but has not really lived up to that so far this year. Last night, the Bills take care of the Patriots handily, 24-10. to 10. Game stays under, unfortunately for me, a touchdown in the yeah. end zone called back because of holding, and then a doinked 48-yard field goal. 48 yards! Yep. Like, John, we watch these guys in like it's almost it almost is just assumed they're going to make like 55 yarders at right. this point and they all have the leg to make it from 65. So the shock on my face and everyone was like making everyone was clowning Al Michaels. It's like 
when it's 48 and you see it's like going between the posts, he goes, like, field goal is good because you just assume it's going right. to make it because it's 48 yards. If there's a four or two or three <laughs> or two or one, I'm assuming that this is going to be a made field goal right. at this point when it comes to kickers. Uh, no, that sucks. Uh, that is absolutely <laughs> that's absolutely brutal. I don't mean to laugh, uh, but yeah. th- that is brutal for when it comes in. Uh, it was a fun game. I love watching Mac Jones flip out on the sideline, even though he kind of stunk yesterday. Yes. Um, no, I do too. I right, do too, though. You know? I mean, the garbage play calling. I mean, yep. I, I'm fine with him doing that and be oh. like, hey, let's play more optimally. How about it? Yeah, like, so one, let's play more optimally because the, the offense, as we've seen, has regressed. It's not like it was incredible last year, but yeah. it's regressed immensely from last season, as has he. But that's that's the big part about it, which I can understand his frustration. Matt Patricia, it's great that he gets play calling duty stripped away from him. Matt Patricia is going to stumble into another coordinator job yeah. and just stick with New England and do whatever. Mac Jones is viewed as a bust now because of what has happened this year. And his play personally has not been great. But you have seen at times, I mean, just last week, he has still his flashes of being a really yeah. good quarterback. I'd be pissed too yeah. if I'm in this offense and I'm like, bro, like you guys are holding me back to a certain extent right now. And it's my future that gets screwed mm-hmm. here. Screw like the game to game thing. I uh, know I loved it. I, I absolutely loved yeah. watching him yell at the. And, uh, and you're right. All these people coming out with the bust thing on him. Like, look at, look at the, and I'm using, if you're only listening to us, I'm air quoting here with my right. little finger thing. The talent around him. I mean, like, what is he supposed to do? There's no, there's no, there's no number one quality NFL receiver on that team. And honestly, there's probably not even a number two at this point. Like Devontae Parker probably is a would be a three on most teams that have a normal wide receiver core. So you're asking this guy to go out and almost do the impossible. I mean, like, I, I don't know, I don't know how these people last night are instantly coming with this take that, oh, well, look at that. Yep. Overdrafted. And really quick, too, because a lot of people look at it and go, you know, he threw the ball like 34 times or whatever it was. It's when you're choosing to run the ball as opposed to when you're choosing to pass it, not being predictable with your play call. What bets on our account? What leans do we have? What games do we absolutely hate? Each and every NFL game when we come back. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. You won't believe it, but the VSIN Cyber Monday deal has been extended, John, again. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't Woo! believe it. It is extended all the way to whatever today would be. I mean, like Friday, December second. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's 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 un- unbelievable. I guess we're still calling it Cyber. We should call it Cyber Week. We just hey, we have a Cyber Week. We're not doing this whole Cyber. All right, Monday let's day. let's one step at a time here. Yeah. All right, we've extended the stay on. That's all that matters. Sign up today, become a Veasan Pro subscriber. You get our daily recap of the top plays made by Veasan show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every game. Deep dive and daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. VEASAN annual pro subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store where you can go in and buy the Viper and the Warthog limited edition shirt that is going to be in there on January 1. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, extended Cyber Monday offer won't last long. It has lasted four extra days, though, so you better get to it because we might end this thing at any moment. There's no telling. Right. Like, like Seriously, any any time now, this thing could be done. Sign up for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vsan.com slash subscribe. Rumor is that the Viper the Warthog shirt made from a warthog hair. Yes, so. yes. It's going to be the most expensive thing in the store, so the $30 isn't going to cover the whole shirt, but it's like it's a good it's a good start. You and know? as we know, warthogs can run up to 35 miles an hour. We, it we was hard to it. catch the warthogs we, to get those shirts. We so. did we did find that out. I mean, think like old school affliction t-shirt prices. Right. Like, That's you know, right. like $85 or something like that. Affliction jeans. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Oh. That's what you're going to be looking for. We might throw a few rhinestones on there. Who knows? Skulls, wings. See if we can take Remember it back. Remember those bedazzlers back in the day? Yeah, those man, we'll take it back old school whenever we do this. Uh, all right, so let's kick things off here. Pittsburgh Steelers and the Atlanta Falcons. This game, you can find 
as a pick, John. Yes. You can find this game in one point favor of the Steelers. You can find this game in one point favor of the Falcons. So there is going to be a little bit of disagreement out there in the market. And really, if you're playing it straight up, it doesn't matter all that much. That said, from a teaser standpoint, if you did want to play this in a teaser, of course, then you could kind of pick and choose which team you wanted to take up to the seven. If you're watching at home, you can see here at the South Point, it is a flat pick them. We have a total of 42, 42 and a half. So this one did get in my account, and I really am curious your your opinion on this because the argument for the Falcons that is out there mm-hmm. is this is buying at the very peak for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You saw them get a primetime win, and you're buying in, and you're using recency bias and all the things and stuff like that. The my my take on it with the Steelers is no, I think I'm actually just catching a team kind of on the upswing where you have a rookie quarterback who's getting more experience, and the more experience he gets, the better he's going to play. His number one receiver is also a rookie, so obviously the more he plays, the better he's going to get. You get T.J. Watt back on the defensive side. That obviously is a good thing. So my opinion is more the I don't feel like I'm buying at the highest point. I feel like more like I'm just catching a, a team on the upswing. Um, but I can understand the point being made that like, Hey man, you're, you're paying a premium here for a team that just won coming off a primetime game that everybody watched. Yeah, no, I, I can understand that thought process for, for me, it would be, I didn't have an opinion, but it, I think it would be Steelers or pass. Cause here's the other thing about like what we're missing with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, that would be that their defense right now is still one of the worst secondaries in the national mm-hmm. football league, right? That would make uh, Kenny Pickett's life a little bit easier in terms of throwing the ball downfield here right now, defensive EPA per play. I've got the Falcons as sixth worst in the national football league. Now Steelers are actually fifth worst, but I think a lot of what it has to do with that is TJ Watt not playing for the entire mm-hmm. year, not having a pass rusher that's available to them uh, like he is. And I, I honestly think too, the other part of this is TJ Watt's a pretty underrated run defender as well as he is as a pass rush specialist. So well, people might think, ah, well, they're going to run the ball. Mariota's not going to drop back that often. He's somewhat negated. I don't really think that's the case. Yeah. Uh, he's graded out relatively well as a run defender in his time in the National Football League. So I think all things kind of point to the Steelers for me. I think the Falcons, if you talk about like buying at the peak of the market, the, the time has come and gone for Atlanta to be a, a little bit of a bet on team here, right? That was at the beginning of the season when the market hadn't really caught up with them. But recently, I think they're, what, one and four against the spread or something like that. The market had gotten a little too high on them after a really hot start. Uh, I think that this would be uh, Steelers or pass. And I'll note really quickly, too, did a relatively decent job the Pittsburgh Steelers did against Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. and the Colts on the ground uh, on Monday night last week. Yeah, I, I look at this, too, and uh, if you're trying to make it easier on a rookie quarterback, and and I think that you look right now and you see pressure rate for this Atlanta Falcons team dead last nope. in the NFL. Blitz rate is also 34. So they don't blitz, but they also don't get pressure with their front four. So the defensive coordinator, for whatever reason, has decided, hey, we don't get pressure with the front four. Well, we're not going to blitz either, though. Like, we're just, we're just going to live with the quarterback having all day to throw the ball. And I think that that is also a, a, a big thing here. If I'm, if I'm handicapping this as Pickett is getting better, well, if he has time to throw and is not going to be under duress for the majority of the, of the game – then I think that also works in our favor in this handicap as well. Listen, I can certainly be proven wrong here. I understand it's Pittsburgh on a short week, et cetera, et cetera, all the different stuff like that. But I, uh, I think, and the other thing is, weirdly enough, going indoors, I understand it's a, a road game, but I think going indoors favors this Pittsburgh team. When you talk about like playmakers, right? I mean, Deontay Johnson, Pickens, pick uh, and uh, it, well, it's not going to be Najee most likely whatever, but it, you've got like, you've got these guys that being on a fast track and things like that. I think that the Steelers team probably benefits more than even the Falcons do. No pits, of course, at this point for this, for this Falcons team as well. So I don't know, man, I, I, 
I like it. I took the one and I took it when they were one and a half dogs. I would play it even if your book only is showing them as one point favorites. I don't have a problem with it really at all. No, no, no. And I think too, like Pickett and probably feeling a, a little good. I mean, look, he had his highest graded game as a passer uh, since his debut against the New York Jets. And uh, people might think, hey, man, he threw three interceptions in that game, but uh, none of them slugged to him, at least in terms mm-hmm. of fault. Uh, so you go here. I mean, you're coming off a game in which 86.3 was your PFF passing grade. Uh, you didn't commit any turnover-worthy plays. You had a couple in that game against Cincinnati, probably feeling a little confident, looking more comfortable. And they're kind of changing a little bit what they're doing, too. His average depth of target was a little more aggressive at the beginning of the yeah. year, and we saw that against Cincinnati. But last week, only average depth of target of 6.2 yards downfield, safer throws. Uh, I think he's in a position now where he's going to be playing some you know, high percentage, completion percentage throws and um, limiting the mistakes. We have the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. This is sitting still three and a half, though Caesars has gone to an expensive three out there in favor of the Packers. Bears uh, announced that, listen, apparently they're going to go with Justin Fields. This is, let's, I'm in 30 seconds of Sports Talk Radio here. Yeah. This is the, this is the organizational malpractice bowl like of this of the entire season because Aaron Rodgers should not be playing right. and and also Justin Fields should not be playing in this game. This should be a, the battle of backup quarterbacks and I, the fact that both of these teams are trotting these guys out there is just well, it's, it's crazy. funny because it should be t- for two different reasons, right? Yes. The Green Bay Packers should finally start to see what they yes. have in Jordan Love and give him the reins. And look, it was kind of like a prevent defense look. Looked okay yes. on Sunday night in his time when he was out there. And the Chicago Bears should be protecting their future, which <laughs> right. is Justin Fields. You're out of the playoff <laughs> race. There's nothing <laughs> happening here. So what are you doing? The only thing you're playing for is to ruin my win total bet uh, <laughs> that I have on you. And that that is only it. So I would agree with you. Having said that, uh, if we're going to get both of them out there and Justin Fields is going to play, uh, the thing that I did, and I, you know, the weather looks great for this game, mm-hmm. was play this thing over the total. Yep. Uh, yeah. I think that when you're looking at the fact that both quarterbacks are going to be available, the fact that Fields is back, and you would assume, because no injury designation, that he's going to be back to this uh, offense where they're designing runs and doing all this. Uh, their defense gets a little worse with the most recent injury. Chicago's does as well. We saw how bad Green Bay, and we've seen it all year long, is against the run. I think this uh, lends itself to a higher scoring game. We've seen some shops too. It's interesting, Matt. Some spots, you know, adjusted to like 45, 45 and a half. Others still out there, 44 and a half. So I bet this thing over the total with the news that these two are going to be out there. Yeah, I think this is a pretty prime in-game betting situation as well. If you're watching this game, and and listen, I had no plans on watching this game until I found out that they were going to play Justin Fields, and then I thought that there is at least a betting angle in this, Mm -hmm. which is... If you're watching this and you realize that they're going, oh, no, we're going to play Justin Fields. We're not going to play him like we've been playing him and run and have all these divine. We're just going to make him a pocket passer. D- dump your money on Green Bay in this game. Right. Like, 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 dump your money on Green Bay. When they were trying to do that at the beginning of the season, remember how putrid this offense was. It was one of the offenses where you and I were coming in here on Fridays going, how do they even put 10 points on the board? Yep. Like, like, how do they even do that? Because they were trying to, like, square peg round hole with Justin Fields. Then they realized, oh, let's use this guy's athleticism. Let's do all this. And, and they started opening up, and they started playing like an NFL team. Well, if they're going, ah, we're going to play him, but we want to protect that shoulder, so we're not going to do the designed run stuff. We're not going to tell him to scramble. We're going to say, hey, we're going to go back to, the, to what we were doing at the beginning of the year. If that's the case, then this is like jump on the Packers in game right and, off the bat. And by the way, the, if that is the case too, that is even more of a case of malpractice for the Chicago Bears team, hanging Justin Fields out to dry yeah. uh, after uh, what we saw at the beginning of the season, what he was going through in terms of pressure and hits on him and everything like that. But uh, I think if we're going to revert back to form in terms of what we saw uh, for Fields, this offense, and what we know about this Bears defense, I like. I'm not feel like the Bears might be a play at like three and a half, but I'm more confident in this thing going over the total. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, real quick, just 
just back to that that Falcon Steelers game real quick as we uh, before mm-hmm. we go to break. The other thing that is the reason it's hard for me to back the Falcons moving forward is I feel like we are one putrid half away from getting Desmond Ritter at some point, right? Because you you drafted the guy. You know Mariota's not the future. So at some point, I understand they're only a half a game out or game and a half, whatever it is, right. out of the South. Do they really think they're going to win the division? I, I don't imagine that they do, but I, that's always in the back of my head. that like They have to find a spot to get him in there because you can't just bench him all year long. Right, and I think what would work against you, too, is bringing him in the middle of the game. Mm-hmm. Having a week to prepare something different, but uh, coming in like this, that, that would make a uh, massive negative for the Falcons. Yeah, so for me, that's the other thing that makes it very, very hard to back this Falcon squad as we move forward. Mike Pritchard, former NFLer, on the other side. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Calling all soccer fans, lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. World Cup's in full swings, and now's the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day. Get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. I say often, I've never played one single minute, nor coach one single minute in the NFL. This guy has played many minutes in the NFL. He is on desk with us here, and you can catch him right here on the weekends. It is Mike Pritchard. Mike, thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for having me. How are you guys doing? We're doing yeah, well. Awesome. Doing well. You know, we like we said, we were we were wait. You wait in through the cowboy hats and, the, and the boots and yep. the and the belt buckles, and then you make it into the studio. That's right. Yeah. I found my way. <laughs> you guys are the beacon. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Don't, don't forget that. That's actually a good shot because don't forget the trucker hats also. Oh, there the you go. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. There yeah. lots of trucker hats, lots of cowboy hats, and then the whole and then the little uh, the swag thing. As soon as you walk in the uh, oh, uh, front yeah. up there as well, you can buy if you if you came without a hat. Don't worry, you can get one as soon as you walk in. Like, okay. the, like yeah, don't 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 worry about that in the least bit. Uh, all right, Pritch. So let's start here on the college football thing, mm-hmm. and this I, I want to do just at least a little bit of talk radio, which is does actually apply to betting here when it finally rolls around. They right. expand this to twelve teams, mm-hmm. and you know, look, my take on this, and I, I I said it, and I said old takes exposed. There will never be a team seated lower than six that ever wins a national championship. I said it. That's what I believe. I truly believe this, but. The expansion to 12 teams, do you like it? you think it's too much? Do you honestly think any of these teams with the lower seeds are ever going to really have a, a true legitimate chance? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, it's a great question. I'm, I'm on the Pac-12 football council. We had mm-hmm. a meeting yesterday leading up to the game tonight. And, um, humble brag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shout out. Shout <laughs> out. Shout out. It's not a humble brag. Um, but it's, uh, it, it's long time coming, to be honest with you. There's so much opinion in college football that it frustrates you. Uh, it, it has grown the game. I'm not going to lie. The intrigue, um, viewership, the drama of it all. I mean, it helps grow the game. But we, we want the game settled on the field. And uh, there was a discussion yesterday in terms of how many teams, if we were expanding to 12 teams this year, how many teams realistically could be in the playoff discussion? You got Tennessee out there. You still got Penn State. You still have all these teams that legitimately right now do not have a chance to get or participate in the playoff. But teams are getting better at the end of the year, too. So, uh, I, I think it's great. I, I love the expansion. I'm happy that it's happening sooner rather than later as well. Yeah, and actually, uh, what odds would you give me? I, I would say that there's going to be a team that would probably win that's seated higher than sixth. 
in terms mm-hmm. of this new playoff format. We'll, do, uh, we'll talk about this on break, yeah, and we'll come, back. Say, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll come back. We'll come back. And I think it's the overall point to your time, about right. first too. I mean, we kind of see it this year, right? We came into this year. What was our conversation before the season started? It's Alabama. It's Ohio State. Then there's Georgia by themselves, and then there's everybody else. Right. But then we've seen, right, Alabama tussle all year long. Their best win is a one-point win against Texas. Mm -hmm. We had their starting quarterback knocked out, lost two games. We saw Ohio State get throttled by Michigan, right, right, and fight with a couple of these lesser opponents, too, especially at the beginning of the year. The talent is seeping everywhere because of NIL and things like that. Kids are playing football longer, and they're finding more homes in in a lot of different programs. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really good deal because I do think parity is getting a lot better in college football. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's what we want. We don't want the same four teams year after year. And that's what we received really predominantly since the college football playoffs, since ESPN has had this product. But uh, I I will piggyback on what you just said, uh, JBT. Uh, I think the talent pool will spread out again. Like when I played, um, the talent pool was everywhere. It was across the nation. Uh, a lot of it was still opinion, but you know you had to win your conference uh, championship if you could do that and get to uh, a significant bowl game, the Orange Bowl, certainly the Sugar Bowls. Those were uh, the premier bowl games for a national championship at the time. So uh, I, I think it's phenomenal. I think it's going to grow the game. I think college football is is going to turn into a bigger monster than it already is right now with this expansion. I thought six was okay. I could deal with eight. I think 12 is yeah, a little. already coming off of it, huh? 12, oh, no. No, no, I thought, oh, no. no, I thought six was, six was ideal because you, one and two get the bye and then, mm-hmm. you know, the other four. Whatever. I, I thought six well, was ideal. Eight, I could deal with. Twelve, I think. I also think too because you brought up Tennessee, and we don't want to yeah. belabor it, right? Because you don't want to move yeah. on to actual football, but right? Right. Like, you, like for example, a team like Tennessee, a lot of people look mm-hmm. at Tennessee and go, "Oh, they're cooked." Why would they matter? Joe Milton's a good quarterback. Yeah, Joe Milton's a solid quarterback who's playing backup for them and has a lot to play for. Right. And right. You saw that in a Vandy. Everybody and their mother was betting Vandy because of the situation sure. because they're in the back of quarterback. He let a they smoked Vanderbilt mm-hmm. in that last game. Right. Right. We won a national championship with our backup quarterback, yeah. Charles Johnson. I mean, Darren Hagan got hurt, but. Uh, I think the talent pool grows and grows, and you see these high-caliber quarterbacks, but yet behind those guys are still five-star athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I love about college football. Pritch, uh, you mentioned the the Pac-12. we got a game right down the road mm-hmm. here, and it is a massive one because yep. UFC wins, they're in. They're, they lose, they're, they're out. And so find themselves as a short favorite in this one. What do you see? Well, rematches are tricky. Uh, I mean, Utah and USC, uh, something about this game tells me USC is going to win it, though. Uh, it, it was fluky what happened in that game, whether officials messed it up or not uh, in, in uh, uh, Salt Lake City earlier this year. Uh, I think SC is so loose right now, too, and it's a sold-out stadium. I know Utah will travel very, very well. Utah's got a lot to play for because they can go to the Rose Bowl, which is significant. Uh, the Pac-12 is leading the way in terms of no more divisions, right? So you can get into those New Year's Six Bowls as well uh, as the college football playoffs. So I think it's going to be a phenomenal game. I like SC, though. Yeah, I thought that one of the angles that I thought was going to be interesting for USC was a team total standpoint. Mm-hmm. Not entirely sure like who would win this game, but I think you saw Utah. It's interesting. We we perceive them to be a really good defensive right. team. The UCLA game, they really struggled. The Florida game at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, they struggled defensively. We saw, obviously, what happened against USC. And being indoors on that turf right. is really going to help USC from a scoring standpoint. I, I think so. They're so fast, too, JVT. And I think for Utah, they'll, they'll be physical. They'll hit you. They'll be ready that way. But I think rising the quarterback may be limited – you know, he's not mm-hmm. that dual threat. His rushing attempts have been down as of late as well. So, Pritch, let's head to the NFL. And we got the, the massive game just from a standpoint of where do these two teams really stand in mm-hmm. the Dolphins and the 49ers. And the whole narrative that I've heard all week has been, 
well, if there's anybody that can slow down this Dolphins offense, it's, of course, Shanahan's familiar with Mike McDaniel. I haven't heard the opposite, which is, well, McDaniel's familiar with the 49ers right. as well, which I, I don't understand why it's always the one-way narrative and not the other way around. Uh, the Dolphins do find themselves, though, as four-point dogs in, in this one. Uh, how do you think this all plays out? Well, I mean, Dolphins are so scheme-oriented mm-hmm. right now. Like, they haven't really exploited their matchups, you know, and, and Tua gets the ball out on rhythm, on time. He's phenomenal that way. I think with the two offensive tackle situations, that's going to be dicey for the Dolphins mm-hmm. trying to protect Tua uh, and then also allowing him to get the ball out quickly enough. But uh, I think the 49ers will have a solid game plan to slow down the Dolphins, the, the, the weather too, maybe some rain up there. On the other side, though, you got the 49ers in a world of hurt with the running backs. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that can slow them up because now you're going to lean on Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the football to win this game, uh, which Bradley Chubb on the other side for the Dolphins gets interesting. I, I like the points. Um, if you're from a betting perspective, mm-hmm. I don't like to lay four in a game yeah. like this because I, I think it's more of a divisional type game because of the familiarity, right? <laughs> so if I could get to three, I would do that. I would lay to three with the 49ers. But uh, in this situation, I, I look at the points here with the Dolphins. What do you make of Cleveland and Houston? Obviously, the narrative when it comes to Sean Watson is pretty interesting, but I also think if there's going to be a game, not because of the uh, lesser opponent, mm-hmm. they can go out there and hand it off like oh, 60 man. times, and he doesn't really have to do that much. <laughs> it, by the way, it just came through. Brandon Cook's not going to play in that game. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's so, like the, ta- the team that has no talent has now literally no talent right, like out there. Right, Yeah. Right. So what do you make of it? Well, yeah, I mean, people can talk about Sean Watson all they want, and he's going to be rusty. He will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was phenomenal when he did play back in 2020. <laughs> Um, but you're right, JBT. I mean, uh, the Houston Texans, they're like, a, they're like a cupcake in college football. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. uh, how do you simplify the game? You run the football, and then the Cleveland runs the football very, very well, and Houston does not stop the run. In fact, they don't have the willingness to stop the run. I mean, they don't even want to buckle up the chin strap and, and be mm-hmm. physical at all. So uh, this game should be an easy one for, for Cleveland. I mean, it, it's never easy. Right. And the National Football League. But, um, yeah, absolutely. You know, even rust aside, I think Cleveland would be all right. Yeah, same with me. I think that one could be end up being one-way traffic. Uh, another awesome afternoon game. This is a, this is a great slate of games oh, this yeah. week, actually. I just really, really love it. Of course, everyone's going to be tuning in to the Chiefs and mm-hmm. the Bengals. Bengals getting Jamar Chase back this week. So they were able to win without him, Pritch. Right. And so – my question is, since you've been there, like, is that a was that almost a weird blessing in disguise where they had to figure out how to win without their their superstar, and then now the superstar comes back in, and it's like, hey, now we've got all these other options that we're working. We're even more dynamic than when, than when he's out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, T. Higgins is the number one guy mm-hmm. uh, opposite uh, Jamar Chase, and, and so they expanded their offense and expanded their trust and uh, belief in each other that way. I, I think defensively. Uh, they present a lot of problems for a lot of teams, uh, in particular to Kansas City. Kansas City uh, reinvented themselves offensively because of the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope we see Patrick Mahomes with control at the line of scrimmage because I think for him to be able to dictate and counter all the different looks and disguises from the Bengals' secondary, uh, that's going to bode well for Kansas City. We perhaps get a shootout in this one. Uh, I believe the confidence is sky high. Uh, out there in Cincinnati, they feel like they have a legendary quarterback right now in the making with uh, Joe Burrow. So uh, I, I see this game being highly aggressive. Last few seconds here. What's your favorite yeah. bet in your account? <sighs> Whew. I knew you were going to ask that question. Um, <laughs> I don't have a favorite one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like home dogs. I, I like the Lions because mm-hmm. of teaser situations. I like the Raiders. Uh, now they're a favorite, I believe. Uh, but I certainly had them teased up earlier. 
Um, so I'm looking at that. I mean, the Ravens line has moved significantly, too, which is interesting. So I'm kind of staying away from the Broncos this week. Yeah. You can find Pritchard right here on Pro Football Blitz all weekend long over on the Twitter machine at M.I. Pritchard. He is Mike Pritchard. Thanks for stopping by. Buddy. Thanks a lot. We're going to continue on here with Stormy Bond and Tony from up in Detroit on the other side. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. 
This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of VSIN Final Countdown is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouch, a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you are looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen, just six simple ingredients, completely tobacco-free, plus it comes with up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Zen Online or your store near you, ZYN.com. Today, warning, this product takes nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You can find this beautiful young lady next to me on the desk four days a week. Fridays, she goes on vacation. She's on vacation right now. Stormy Bond and Tony joining us from up in Detroit. On vacation? Come on. Yeah, just, just, you know, up there in vacation, you know, you're you're laying out by the beach. You're do, drinking your cocktails and all this stuff. People regularly go to Detroit yeah. for time off. Yeah, and people definitely go to Detroit to go to the beach. That is for <laughs> exactly. sure I know. You're, but you're at the beach at the lake, you know, the whatever and all the stuff like that. I know I know what's going on. You can't fool us. You're just trying to deflect from the from the fact that you just had a little bit of a stumble in that read where you usually give me grief for those, but I notice everything. Oh no, there was no, there was no stumble. Listen, those are called dramatic pauses for a reason. Oh. I'm trying to drive home, you know, listen who is exactly sponsoring this segment. That's that's all that was for me. Yes. It's it's all calculated. So you are up there for the MAC Championship Toledo and Ohio. We know that you cannot give us an official pick on this game because that is against the rules, but you can tell us just kind of how you think this game is looking looking, you know, and how it might play out. Yeah, them's against the rules, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of interesting information, I think, regards to this game, um, especially when you follow the line moves with it, because Toledo opened a four-and-a-half-point favorite. They were as low as one-and-a-half um, with question marks for Toledo's quarterback situation, but it's been sitting pretty solid at three since yesterday when Toledo's head coach, Jason Candle, spoke to media talking about quarterback Daquan Finn and his progress, that they're hopeful to have him up to full speed by game time. Um, he's been pretty hobbled the last couple of weeks with an ankle injury. He started last week against Western Michigan on a pitch count. Um, they had some hopes of getting him positive reps and confidence heading into this championship game, but he very clearly didn't look like himself. He had two interceptions. He's usually like this big play, dual threat, mobile quarterback. Had just two rushing yards on 10 carries the last two games. So I do question his ability to be what makes him one of the best quarterbacks in the MAC. And then his backup, Tucker Gleason, also turned the ball over twice in that last game, and he, too, is dealing with an injury. His non-throwing hand is broken and has a pin in his pinky finger. Um, so question marks there, but it does at least appear on the surface that Daquan Finn should be good enough to go to start the game. And turnovers are going to be a big thing in this game because Ohio, over their recent seven-game win streak, have been one of the best teams in the country with turnover margin. They lead all of FBS since October 2nd with a plus 13 turnover margin. Um, And that's going to be really important, I think, in this one. Their quarterback situation, um, it's been well-documented. MAC player of the year, Curtis Rourke's not going to be available. He had season-ending knee surgery. So C.J. Harris, a redshirt sophomore, is going to play. He's a dual-threat guy, got them the win last week in the start, had three rushing touchdowns and passed for 196 and a passing touchdown. He's a Detroit local home game for him. He's really excited to be here. And the one thing I'll say, just in terms of my opinion, not necessarily on this game specifically. Don't get fired. But 
Don't get fired. Well, think no, about no, this. No. Think, think this through before you say something. Don't get fired. Think this through. But, but for a lot of these kind of championship games, underdogs, when they're rolling coming into this situation, I tend to lean toward or give a little bit more credence to because they've got that momentum. They're rallying around that underdog type of mentality. And I do think Ohio has that more so coming into this. They were a three and nine team a year ago. Media picked them fourth in their division and they had a really bad non-conference. Like I honestly, I wish I knew the number that you could bet Ohio to win the conference when they were two and three to start the year. Um, but now they're just like, they've, they're rallying a lot. They have a lot of belief. And so I'll be curious to see how this one plays out. All right, well, there's a championship game coming out here tonight. You got any opinion on USC and Utah in a rematch of a high-scoring affair earlier in the year? You already know I do. Um, I laid two and a half with USC in this one. I know everybody's very surprised that I finally have gotten off of the Utah bandwagon because I was obsessed with this team all year long, and I did nothing but talk trash about the Trojans. Yet here we are. Um, but for Utah, no Tavion Thomas, their star running back, Dalton Kincaid, who lit it up for Utah in that first meeting. He's not 100%. Cam Rising, who I thought was potentially a Heisman hopeful in the Pac-12, has been hot and cold. Meanwhile, Caleb Williams has locked it up to be this year's Heisman. He had five touchdowns and no picks in that first meeting. And USC had, I think, 12 penalties called against them in that previous meeting, which Utah obviously rolled the dice on that um, two-point conversion with less than a minute to play. But they had some egregious calls against the Trojans in that game, especially late. So I give USC the advantage here. I think they handle business and cement that spot in the college football playoff. I'll tell you, although Utah is out, Tulane is in. If you want to talk about who's a team that you absolutely love, you love this team from Tulane. Roll away, baby! <laughs> The Sean Kings. Yes, yes, I am. I am all about Tulane. And I think we've seen a lot of people supporting them with the way that that number has fluctuated. I think it was even as high as four and a half at one point sitting three and a half. I see on your screen there. Um, but UCF beat Tulane in NOLA a few weeks ago. Um, Tulane's lone loss since inexplicably falling to Southern Miss by a field goal in week four. Um, it was a letdown spot after beating K-State. But since that loss, like, they bounced back with a big win over SMU. They get the upset against Cincinnati. UCF, meanwhile, hasn't been great the last two weeks. Lost outright to Navy. Um, let South Florida put up 39 on them. I think Tajay Spears is going to run all over the place in this game. I think Michael Pratt does a good enough job guiding the offense. And defensively, they're going to cause UCF problems, especially if John Rice Plumley either doesn't play or isn't himself um, and Mikey Keene ends up needing to be in this game. I think that's going to be huge because Plumley's been dealing with that hamstring. We talked with Adam Burke about that yesterday on the show. Um, and defensively, Tulane allowing 19.8 points per game, league low in the conference. They've got the best pass defense in the American. Um, I'm a big fan of Tulane. The Willie Flit Fritz drama is out of the window now. So let's go Green Wave. Cover the three. That's the number that I got in this spot. And get you a Cotton Bowl bid. Let's go. All right, let's go to the conference uh, that uh, you and I, uh, near and dear to our hearts, the Mountain West. And uh, we will not bring up the fact that San Diego State scuffled to beat UC Irvine the other night. No, we will talk about the Mountain West Championship game between Fresno State and Boise State. This number's sitting at three. What do you got? 
Gosh, what were the Aztecs? A 13-point favorite in that game? Gross. Um, neither here nor there. Yes, I like the underdog in the spot. Give me Fresno State plus the points. I think they've got a coaching edge with Jeff Tedford over Andy Avalos. I mean, wasn't long ago that people were wondering if Andy Avalos was the right guy for the job um, yep. when Hank Bachmeyer was the starter earlier this season. Uh, Tedford did, by the way, win a Mountain West title on the blue. Um Everyone talks about how good Boise's defense is, um, but they haven't played any good offenses lately. You look at Utah State, Wyoming, Nevada, Colorado State, and then when they did, they get torched by Jaron Hall and BYU. You also have to throw out the previous meeting this season because Logan Fife was starting at quarterback for the Bulldogs, and I think we both can agree what just a massive difference maker Jake Hayner is. So, I mean, this bet really comes down to I just think Jake Hayner is going to lead the way in this spot Huge fan. I even like a money line sprinkle on the Bulldogs in this spot. Talking with Stormy Bon and Tony, you normally see her right here on the desk with me. She's on vacation in Detroit right now. But uh, give us the uh, give us your thoughts here. You got a couple of teaser legs in the NFL. Got about ninety seconds. Yeah, um, Seahawks minus one and a half at what used to be the Rams. I think that's the best way to say it at this point. Matt Stafford cleared from concussion protocol, but ruled out of this game, um, which is certainly the right call for the three and eight defending champs who also don't have Cooper cup, no Allen Robinson, no Aaron Donald, that list goes on an important game for Geno Smith and the Seahawks. So um, I like that one. I like the Browns minus one at Houston. Um, I just think they're going to win that game. Houston's so terrible. I don't care what the status of Deshaun Watson is. It's going to get done. And then one that I'm kind of lifting through from the Steelers on Monday night football, I had them plus the eight and a half. I paired that up with the Ravens minus two, which just appears more and more to be the right side with the way that that Ravens number has grown. I know that Baltimore hasn't been great lately, but they're at home against a Russell Wilson led Denver Broncos team who is absolute garbage. So that's the way that I'm playing it. And I feel pretty good about my teasers. I didn't like a lot of just regular sides this week, but the teasers I felt confident in. Catch her over on ESPN tomorrow, Toledo and Ohio, and I'll see you Tuesday, I guess? It's Tuesday. not a vacation, Tuesday. but yeah. yes, Tuesday. From vacation in Detroit. She is Stormy Bond and Tony. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate that. Uh, yes, we, uh, we, we, we actually opened up some teaser legs, and I'll talk about that a little bit later when we get to those games. But I actually, from the Steelers last week, enrolled them, yep. into, rolled them into week 13 as we got going here because I thought that that was just such a, a good teaser opportunity, and there were so many options available to us this week. I played some teasers pretty hard. We'll continue on in the NFL when we come back. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.